everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Hey, y'all. Hey, it is I, Sheree, and Trentington should be here soon. I'm going to text him, actually. Welcome to live, live recordings of a podcast where things happen. Um, if you're not familiar with us, we're going live this summer on our Patreon, and so things happen. It's natural because the laws of physics. Um, if you're in the if you're in the Patreon link and you want to say something, you can because I'm just gonna text Trentington right now to be like, "Hey yo." Um, <laughs> but if you are not in our Patreon um, where I can see you and you're listening to this on our main feed. Uh, we are here tonight to cover Jacob's wife, which I live for, and I'm excited to hear Trent's thoughts on it, and I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it, because y'all are very vocal, and I love that about our little, like, fan base, because we are opinionated and mighty, which is how I roll as a Gemini. Thank you for being a friend. Um... Here's Trentington. So sorry. I was literally like moseying on here and I was like, it's fine. And I was like, shit, it's 601. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> I had not had a text. I'm like, oh no, is it an emergency? Because I'm drunk tonight. We did not coordinate. Like- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, y'all. Time just flies when you're having fun. <laughs> I was telling the squirrels we're doing Jacob's wife tonight. Um, yes. <laughs> she's yes. on Shutter. <laughs> she is. She is a Shutter baby, and you know we love some Shutter here on on the Fear Street. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm curious what because like I'm not gonna lie. Well, fuck, I'm about to give away my hot take. Uh, <laughs> so let's not do that this early, at least. <laughs> I, we have a lot to talk about here because it's sure. a lot right and it gets a lot near right and i'm just i'm just gonna backtrack so i didn't set out originally to watch three travis stevens movies in the course of a year because i bought this one when it landed originally back in 2020-21 i don't know time so don't come at me um but it was like a dollar more to buy her than to rent her so i'm like obviously i'm just gonna fucking buy her if it's a dollar more like i have a dollar usually um, <laughs> consecrating is hard, but like I can find I can find those hundred pennies, and so I bought her. And I love seeing older women do things, which is one of my notes. Not to like crash into that, but I love seeing older women do things, even though Barbara Crampton looks like she's twelve. Um, she's an older woman, and she's so a vampire. That. She is literally a vampire. She like, fucking is. I have never looked so young. Um, this bitch is in her sixties. <laughs> That's one of my notes. She's 64, she's 19. I'm sad about it, but I'm happy for her. But I'm I need to know her skincare routine. What do you do, Barbara? What Send do you do? Send me a jar, Barb. Send me a jar. <laughs> I, I need it. Because black don't crack, but I'm cracking. And so <laughs> I but I did not sit out to watch three Travis Stevens movies in a year. Like I after Wounded Fawn came out, we like friended um Travis because like that's I mean, that was a moment last year. And because we had friended Travis, I saw when people were being shady about Girl on the Third Floor and the way they were phrasing their things. I was like, let me go watch that with a group of people. And so we watched that. And so rewatching Jacob's Wife um, within less than 12 months, I feel like I've had the Travis Travis Stevens experience. I have been drinking for those of you who are tuning in late. Um, (laughs) Don't add me. I know names. 
<laughs> so I have not watched Girl on the Third Floor. I have seen, Me of course, too, I saw Wounded Fawn, and I've now seen Jacob's Wife. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, you you've seen this, and you've seen the Wounded Fawn, so you know yes. Travis is here for a weird time. A weird <laughs> fucking time, right? Girl on the Third Floor is the weirdest of three. I'm gonna say that right here, right now. I. <laughs> We had had Oh, thought. wait, is that that one you told me about? I think yes. you told me about it. Yes, okay. with CM Punk in the house? Yes. <laughs> I will hold your hand virtually and rewatch that with you tonight if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, because I am a weird bitch, I live for these movies. I get why they're not for everybody. <laughs> um, but if you, if you're not going to scare me, which I'm hard to be, I'm hard to scare. Again, I've been drinking. Y'all, this is a drinking podcast, Okay. <laughs> Um, if, if you're not, your... yeah. If you're if you're for perfection, go go on down the street. Go to no. go to that one street. I'm Listen, sure they're that other street where they sober and they doing the wrong things. You can not have fun <laughs> over there. Over here, we having fun. Um, right. <laughs> I'm not normally this litty, but I had some good news today, and I had had a long weekend. Um, after a week of shenanigans, and so I had I had indulged. Yeah, um, you have been through it, girl. But I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> but but anyway. I totally agree. This is such a like. A mood, and I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not the biggest fan of the first third of this film. The first thirty minutes, I felt it kind of dull and a little slow. Once she gets bit, though, it's like balls to the wall. Here we go. And that's because it mirrors her experience. Because up until that point, she's been the dutiful wife. And as a Midwest girl, this movie speaks to me on levels I didn't expect, especially because like. Me and Barbara Crampton have very little in common. Like, I've seen her movies. What? Right? Right? But, like, I I get the Christian housewife role and how that shoved at the girls. I feel like I'm yelling. Again, I'm sorry, y'all. I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> She's been drinking. I've She's been drinking. drinking. Can't keep my fingers off the liquor. I've been drinking. Um, I... <laughs> If this is your first episode with us, please go listen to other things where I'm more sober. But here we are now. Oh, um, no. This is fun. I love this. I'm having fun, but I think people are going to be like, this bitch is yelling. She's miss. She's miss- we have things to say. Listen. Patriarchy yeah. is bullshit. That's the thesis. I feel like that's the thesis of all of Travis's movies, which is why I'm not mad. Like, right. I have Absolutely very not. few notes for this filmmaker. And y'all know, if y'all have listened to any of our episodes beforehand, which I hope you have, because again, I'm drunk. If you've listened to our episodes beforehand, I am not a fan of the men who think they're doing the feminism and they're not doing the feminism. I think Travis is definitely on to something. And that's why I'm always excited, even when I, because again, I, I did not know when I bought this movie who Travis Stevens was. I'd heard of Girl on the Third Floor, but I had not actually seen it at that time. Or I might have tried to see it, but I was drunk back then too, because sometimes circles happen. But anywho's, I <laughs> um I did not know. And so after watching this, because I bought it when it came out, and again, I don't know if it's 2020 or 2021. They're all the same year to me. This whole decade's one year. Um it's and so I bought it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Trentington. One of us has to be sober at all times. That's the rule. <laughs> Listen, girl, 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 girl. Um, I and so I when I bought this, I was like, oh, this is cute. And then we did a wounded fine. I'm like, oh no, I gotta go, I gotta go no more. I gotta do more things. Um, and again, because people are being like shady to Travis, and Travis, like, this is the review I just got for this movie girl on third floor. I'm like, who's coming on who? What house is doing what? Let me go look at let me go investigate. I'm taking some friends. Um, right. And so that's what I did. And we had a damn good time, y'all. Um, the Queen of the North is coming. Listen, the North remembers. I, 
one of the things I like about, again, and I, I don't like to compliment men often, as we know, it hurts me. But one of the things I like about Travis's movies is that whether you like it, love it, or hate it, there's a dialogue to be had. Always. Agreed 100%. Um, I, I agree. Like, the themes are definitely there, and I love the themes. The writing to me was a little rough in parts. I was like, ooh, that, that dialogue was crunchy. That was some crunchy dialogue in that section. And I think at least the Wounded Fawn felt a little more refined in the dialogue. And I'm curious if, because I, I don't know Mark Steensland or Kathy Charles. Mm. Um, and I'm curious if they if they have any connection to like, the evangelical world because that's where it got crunchy to me was the the preaching and like the talking about faith and stuff because i was like i have lived that life unfortunately because i have the trauma to prove it and it's rough but like i just don't hear that those people talking that way you know like i again we've had different experiences because you're in arkansas and i fled missouri uh, and so we, we've had different experiences, but I've Absolutely. definitely heard, um, this group of people who are very much like I am on the conveyor belt. And so this is what I've been told. This is what I'm going to repeat. This is what I'm going to regurgitate until I die. Whether mm. that's about like seeing a fucking Marky Mark movie and being like, well, it's patriotic. So we have to like it. And I'm like, but girl, it's bad. He can't act. You, you fine to say something. He ain't in here with us. Um, yeah. or whether it's religion, because again, I think yeah. that. While I'm not the most religious person, as I'm sitting here drunk yelling at y'all, I, <laughs> I I think I'm spiritual. I think that I am definitely yeah. making peace with what I was given as a child and where I'm at as an adult. And I, I see these people who are just like, you're an extension of your husband. Like, we saw so many men just recently, because we're recording this in real time. This is July 17th. We've seen so many men just this month, which is, again, July 17th, in themselves, or get in it by an I'm ex. good Lord Chair, 2023. Listen, the men are not okay. And they're like, we need y'all to know we're not okay. I'm like, we've already known. Stop, we've known please. for a long time, y'all. I, I absolutely agree. And I think the themes are there. And the themes are very prevalent in the evangelical stuff that I have been exposed to in my life. It's just the way, like the verbiage, the specific words they were using. And I, but I did like, because I think I was looking at him. What's the, uh, Jacob, clearly. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he's I just Ken. She's Barbie. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was looking at Jacob as more of a leader in the evangelical faith or in the, in the, because he is the pastor or, or priest or whatever it is in that denomination. But I think you're more correct that he's just repeating what he's been told. So that makes the dialogue seem a little better to me. If I had come at it with that angle, I think I would have, because I definitely see those just mm -hmm. generally where I'm from the pastor, the priest, whomstever their title is, is much more warm. And he never felt warm to me. I, I've never seen a warm man, and I've I've talked to him in a few times, as well, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's usually a fake warm, like it's usually listen, a, a trap, <laughs> right? Which is why I I automatically off the bat I'm just like anti Jacob, and that's oh. me and my experience as an AFAB. He's seeing, a cis white straight priest. Like, listen, <laughs> he's saying all the wrong things. I know he's married a badass bitch. Like that's just I've seen this story before. So How do you marry this nineteen year old Barbara Crampton? Listen, <laughs> so many men find a badass bitch and they want to be like you can't be better than me but like again men are not that fancy men are not that special 
Um, that's right. why when you tell them that, they fucking melt and they can't compute. And so <laughs> I love that he has Barbara V. Crampton uh, in his house and he's like, you're, you're part of me. You're an extension of me. You need to like respect me and you should be ashamed that you're a vampire now. I'm like, she gonna bite your ass and I'm living for what she does, just so you know. And I wanted her to. And, like, Same! I... I, I the scene where she's like doing yoga, I think, in the yes. in the living room, and she's literally looking in the mirror saying, Who are you? was just like film perfection. Like from a feminist standpoint, the fact that her husband has erased who she is, which is why she's having this affair yes. with this other dude in a in an old factory, which I question. Like, let's let's be honest. There was a couple of kisses and some vampires broke it up. True. But also, why did y'all go to a fact like get a hotel room? So usually I'm in that camp of nah, bitch. But also she's the reverend's wife, so they already have eyes on them. People saw them drinking. People saw them get into the car together. So like you can't really go to the hotel and be like, I'm reverend's wife. Don't say nothing. That's, That's fair. And we don't get a sense of how big this city is that they live in. We, we kind of do. do. It's suburban. It's like, it's like eighty people max. Like I, oh, we went to school in this bitch, Trent. Like you remember when we were at UCM and like oh. the apartment was also the person who gave us birth control. Yes. If you went for the flu, they'd be like, oh, you're, you're need birth yeah. control. Have you told Dr. Herman? It's like, bitch, I just found out. I, <laughs> I trying to buy like tampons. Are you looking at your acting professor? Who you why are you in the acting class as a writer slash stage manager? Again, curriculum. But anywho, <laughs> girl. Girl. But I oh I, I do want to talk about one of your because I was reading through your notes like I always do. But uh the fact if you listen to our show, you know we love our Doc J. Doc J would murder a stage production of this show, directing or performing, either one. Part of the reason I love this movie as much as I do, because again, I, I definitely have a ranking of my three movies I've seen from Travis, and this is definitely a hard number two. Like, yeah. she was number one, and then the woman well, five was... was like, guess what, bitch? We wilder. And I'm like, what? You do? Um, but I, part of the reason I love this movie is because one of the reasons I paused my age at 25, because people are always like, how old are you at 25? Part of the reason I paused there is because at 25, they want to take you to the glue factory like a fucking horse and put you down. They mm -hmm. act like women have no value after the age of 25. And so seeing Barbara mm -hmm. Crampton, who's supposed to be 64, according to the internet, I don't believe it. Um, <laughs> according to science, and we know in America, we don't believe in science anymore. She had a different timeline. And I have <laughs> She's questions. in everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> Listen, she's Michelle Yeoh right now. And she's like, no, I won't age. Her Bye. and Michelle Yeoh are like, like in this together. <laughs> Listen, Barbara Crampton has been looking younger than me since I was a fetus. And I am upset about it. Um, but also, get your bag. I, um, bag anyway, your coin. I love that Barb gets to have fun, and I'm calling her Barb. And not just because I'm drunk, but because when I see so many of your movies, I give you a nickname. And she's never listened to this anyways. So Barb is having fun, and so if I'm having did, fun. If she did, though. If she did. Listen, I would be like, excuse you, Miss Crampton. You know who I am as a person? <laughs> um, but she's having fun. My favorite, one of my favorite scenes is her figuring out what her powers are and how strong she is and just playing in the fucking living room with the lamps and the couches. I'm just saying, we are three degrees away from her. I'm just saying. Excuse you? Josh Rubin to the direct. what's the fuck? The director. Travis Stevens. To Barbara Crampton. So we're two degrees because two we've, degrees, right. I've been in Salem when Travis was at Salem because we went to Salem Horror Fest, but we didn't interact because mm -hmm. I I swear to y'all who this is your first episode. I'm not always drunk, but I, I'm pretty close to always being drunk. 
And so I was drunk in Salem because it was a film festival and I was meeting my friends. Okay? Listen. I want to be there. You need to go next year. We all need to go. Like yes. that house is big. That Airbnb. I need to know early so I can get off work and like save money. But yes. I think the dates are up. Just put them out. Um, but back to this movie. Oh. <laughs> I love seeing someone who's over 25 get to have fun because that's not something that's done in a lot of movies, especially mm-hmm. movies by men. Um, and again, I hate complimenting men, but I do think that like Travis is fucking with a stage of feminism. And I love that for him because so many men are just like, no, here's my idea. And then it's like women who are not feminist doing things that are not feminist. And I'm just like, make the men stop. <laughs> so many of our episodes, it would be being like, why are men? <laughs> and that's not what I get with a Travis Stevens project. I get to be like, let me get a little bit more nuanced, a little bit more complicated with my nose as opposed to why the fuck are men. And I, I love that for me. I love that for him. I love that for the production teams. <laughs> and for y'all listening. I- <laughs> Because y'all have heard those episodes if you've listened to us before. You've heard those right. episodes and you will again. And, like- and I, and I want to say, too, the title of this movie is ingenious. Yes. Jacob's Wife. As soon as, it, typically, especially in Christian America, specifically in a lot of white Christian America, which is what I know, um, as soon as a woman is married, she is Mrs. Literally, they use the verbiage Mrs. Joe Smith. Like, Yes. That yes. is, she is erased. Who is she? Looking in the mirror, who are you? And that's a holdover from the olden times where women were property. Like mm. the families married us off when we were like nine, and they were like, you Sold you for to him some now. goats. Listen, and because they got goats, he can do whatever he wants to you, and you better shut the fuck up. And it, I hate how a lot of Christianity. A lot of religions, a lot of religions, and a lot of hoteps are under that notion that women belong. Um, like mm-hmm. even the man formerly known as Kiki Palmer's man um, tried it this month while men were canceling themselves on the internet. And he's tried like, it. It's, if you're a decision if, of my family. And I'm if like, you are with Kiki Palmer, first of all, you shut up, sit down, because you're the luckiest man alive. Listen, one you were on Kiki Palmer's internet, on Kiki Palmer's phone playing, in Kiki Palmer's house, holding Kiki Palmer's baby. Shut the fuck up. You don't get to tell her what the fucking wear, okay? Um, and it, it was giving, that exchange specifically was giving, she already found him out of the house, and I'm excited to see what is happening with that relationship. Because again, I don't know his name. Um, I will never know his right. name now, because Who is he? Who? he ended himself on the internet. He's Mr. <laughs> Kiki Palmer. He's Mr. X Kiki Palmer. Um, Boom. <laughs> listen, he could have been Mr. Kiki Palmer, but he was like, let me fuck up my bag, because I'm in my feelings. Fuck right. me. Right. Um, <laughs> Um, and I love that I can say fuck men on a Travis Stevens movie because all Travis Stevens movies are fuck men. Like that is the thesis. I don't know what the rest of the thesis is until I'm in the middle of the movie sometimes. But like we start off with fuck the men. And I'm like, yes, I preaching, waving yes. my arm, lighting my liar. I'm getting loose in the church. Let's go. What? <laughs> the church of Travis Stevens. <laughs> I will say too, I also, because you know, we've talked before about how vampirism is so often coded as queerness. And I mean, rightfully so, you know, you're, you're, tra- you're transforming into something more, to something truer, to something freer. You can really be yourself. You can be your true authentic self, which is what a lot of queer people experience when we're able to come out of the closet. I loved that this tied that so closely to feminism because it pisses me off, frankly, when queer folks, mostly cis gay men, um, distance themselves so far from feminism 
and racial social justice like we are all tied together a victory for one is a victory for all and a and a a a harm to one is a harm to all and when we're harming the other it's it's harming ourselves so i love that this was tied to that like i loved the master was a woman which plays into the thing into the queer themes of vampirism and all that like like i mentioned i just i loved that whole moment in this movie Yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm happy about that because I've talked to one of our friends tomorrow about something he said that I don't even think he meant it that way, but because of what he said and the history it carries for women and specifically black women, we have to have a conversation um, mm-hmm. tomorrow <laughs> because I, I'm not going to name any names because he listens to this podcast. I really, I really think that he did not mean it and we're going to like fix that shit tomorrow, hopefully, or else yeah. we won't. But I'm gonna have a conversation. Um, but I think that people often forget their privileges and they forget the fucking boundaries, and they're just like, "I'm different because I don't mean it that way." And it's like, "But you said the thing that triggers the response, and now I want to fight you." Well, again, people think intention covers effect, and that's not it. That's not at all. Like I could unintentionally harm you. It doesn't mean that I didn't harm you. It, yeah. it might mean that I'm not a terrible person, and I, but I still need to own and take ownership in what I did and apologize and genuinely apologize, not just be like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry that you feel that way. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because at the end of the day, all of us are holding certain privilege cards. Yes. And when we fuck those privilege cards up, we have to say sorry. And if the person accepts will. the apology, right. we will. We will. I, I yeah. I'm I always go back to protect this. trans kids T-shirt right now, and I think I'm doing the most, but I'm sure I fucked up at some point, at least this summer. Oh, recently. I know I did. I know I have at and least if in the last two me, days. Listen, if somebody tells me I can apologize and I can like put that in my brain to do better, but if nobody tells you, and again, I think it comes, it comes from a place of your intentions and your privileges are merging, and so you don't, you're not a fucking wear. And so when someone is like, I'm going to call you in instead of calling you out, you have to be a grown-up in front of your big girl or boy or person fans and be like, I hear this. I'm going to sit with it. Thank you. Um, any you other response? You're trash. You have to see it for what it is, an act of love or an act of compassion for them to be like, hey, I know you didn't mean it this way or I think you didn't mean it this way. Yeah. But this is what that this is what you're doing. And then be like, well, oh, shit. I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. I won't do it again. Or try not to do it again. <laughs> And I love, because something you said before that I absolutely, I always fall back on is that we, every one of us, doesn't matter your level of privilege or your level of disadvantage or whatever, wherever angle you're coming at it, you are actively failing someone at all times. And it's, but it, and that's not the point. The point is trying to be better, trying to actively trying to be a better ally, be a better friend, be a better brother sister lover whatever it is exactly because like again Anne is her name is that barb's name in this movie mm-hmm. yes her name is Anne. Anne is definitely some of the people i have known um and she and i love that dinner table scene because we get to see that her politics are different than everybody else's but again she's become the dutiful wife and so she doesn't get a voice and she doesn't say anything and so she's just like complicit as any other linda um, but we all know those people. Like those people are damaging us in our formative years because we grew up in houses where they're just like, he's the man of the house. So I got to let him do what he does. And I'm sorry, you kids got to suffer. And I'm like, you could do something. You're an adult, bitch. A lot of white women. That's why, and that's why a lot of white women vote Republican. Sorry, white women, specific, white women specifically, but also I see a lot of 
in my upbringing, I saw a lot of black women who put up with a lot of things that you're not put up with. Mm. And I, as I'm getting older, I have to acknowledge that there are systems in place that lead to that, but also some of that is their fault. And so navigating that path of what can I blame them for, as opposed to what can I blame the world for, is fucked up, especially when you can't afford therapy. Um, yeah, and I think sometimes everyone, so we all can, and we all have probably, dealt with this problem of um, every, n- nothing, like, well, I don't want to say nothing. Most things are not black and white. Most things are in this gray area where, yes, she is complicit. Yes, there are systems at bay holding her in that complicity, but she, complacency, complicity, is that a word? Complacency. Make it up. Go for it. Own it. Do it. There, there are systems in place that are holding her there, but that is ultimately on her to, well, not on her to fix the system, but on her to get it out of the system. You know, you could say the same thing with a lot of POCs that are homophobic or a lot of femi- uh, a lot of racist gay people or, you know, goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Like, <laughs> there was a white gay man going off about Beyonce's deep cuts he saw at the fucking concert. And I'm like, those are not deep cuts. Those are the R&B cuts that, like, garnered her a black audience before you decided she was trendy. Um, know your history, bitch. What songs are he's complaining about? I've always doing like crazy in love and the other bangers that she started with after Destiny's Child. Her first album, essentially. Right? He's like, it's not from the new album where I got on board. And I'm like, fuck you. Um, Twitter's eating him alive right now. I hope he's left social media. But like I I'm not gonna lie. Um, I did not like Anne until she got bit because again, she was complicit. Um, and I, again, I understand who she is because I'm from Missouri. I've seen these bitches before and they're just like, well, my family told me this is all I can be. And I've settled. And I'm just like, your internal screaming is very loud. I need you to follow that impulse to be somebody else, which is why when she's bitten, she's like, let me start my life. It's again, part of the reason I love this movie is the fact that somebody over 25 is like, what if I have my gender snaps moment? What if I have my sexual awakening? What if I start asking for what the fuck I want in life as opposed to like waiting for him to give me a bland orgasm? And I'm here for this. I'm here for this message. I think it's never too late to start doing better. You know, and I'm actively thinking about one of my notes that I have right now because like when I first watched this movie, I was not completely satisfied with the end of this film but part of me thinks that's the point like i wanted her to go with the master i was like go with the master take her blood kill everybody fuck them all yes but like that's not what happens in the real world like we don't we don't get that satisfaction all the time right and so the more i think about it the more i'm like okay i'm okay with the ending i don't love it i wanted something more but I can get behind it. I did put the note that the that last moment, this last like scene, was complete straight nonsense, heterosexual nonsense. Like the straights, y'all got to get something going. <laughs> I I feel like that ending is saying they're going to keep doing this dance they've been doing, even though she knows she's a badass bitch and will be asking for more. But like, will still be also being like, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Um, but like, I want to rewind for a second because you put up one of my notes, which is the master. So often in all of the genre and all of the films and movies and comic books and everything, when you hear master, it's going to be a white dude. And I'm always like, I wish it was a woman. I wish it was a black woman. I wish it was a brown woman. And so 
Travis Stevens rolls out a master with a fat. She's a bitch, y'all. She's she is a bitch. This bitch is like, I'm freeing the hoes. We are no longer doing what the men want. Let's be free. I'm liberating all you hoes. And I was like, yes. This makes so much sense now. This is the same actress that plays the nun in the nun. Yes. Yes. She's she's a creature feature, and I live for that. Um, but also, again, I'm so used to yelling at men who make movies that I was like, it's never a woman. And Travis was like, it's a woman. And I'm like, Because oh! <laughs> it, it changes the narrative because the masters are trying to control her or the other woman that we, the black woman up top, whose name I just forgot because I am awful. Uh, the actress is Naisha Bell and the character is Amelia. Thank you, Amelia. Because like Amelia was also on the Anne conveyor belt and was going to be a good Christian girl was never going to have a unkind word or a drink and this bitch is like no I'm biting you and I wish we could have gotten more with Amelia because like again I'm going to like ruin my fucking <laughs> take I am always going to ask for more intersectionality I just am As you I think that right because I've <laughs> lived a whole life without it and so I'm going to ask for it and I while I feel like this movie has gotten so much closer to what I've asked for from movies and it's so much closer to what I've envisioned for the world um we could be more intersectional and I again I'm not like being like this movie specifically could did it be. it's all the movies yes all movies yes all men um, <laughs> and so <laughs> I wish we had more time with Amelia because Amelia got fucking free and then we killed her and I'm like no I want more because we're going to see Barb be like, "This is not our marriage anymore." I'm going to, I'm going to ask for things. I'm going to do the things. If you don't give me the things, I might actually leave. Yes. While okay, I could, like I said, I'm okay with this ending. I'm okay with some of the choice because it's real life. I get it. It's the point you're trying to make. I want to live in the everything, ever, all at once universe where Barbara Crampton takes the blood from the master. And then kills her husband and kills the cops. It kills everybody. And then yes, her, 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 Amelia, and the master get to live forever. I <laughs> That's would, the universe I want to live in. I would tune the fuck in for that series, that graphic novel. <laughs> um I, I don't care. I Because that's a good trio. Because again, the master is giving her the tea. She's like, hey, you ain't happy. That's why I bit you. You know you ain't happy. Let's go play. And she she is still in this world of my husband and I have a thing I'm still figuring out. I don't know how I feel about it. Also, you've killed a lot of people, so we should probably yeah. put you down. And I'm like, can you not talk about it, Anne? Can we not negotiate a little bit more? <laughs> well, but I also liked that I didn't like it, but I whatever, like is a weird word. But I did think that the choice to make Jacob kill the master while the master is trying to convince Anne to come to her side essentially and be free and be who she is was genius because that is what the patriarchy does. It takes the freedom of women. It takes the freedom of queer folks. It takes the freedom of black and brown folks all the fucking time to celebrate and honor the white straight cis man and uh, and until those people who are ever so slightly close to that privilege of the patriarchy come to realize that the patriarchy will always do it and always, uh, always center straight white cis men. It doesn't matter if you're a cis white gay man or a cis white woman or a black straight woman that's going to 
you know, like we have to dis we have to di disable the patriarchy to to help everyone. Yes. Except despite straight men. So yeah. One of my favorite exchanges goes down before he stabs her because she calls she calls Anne's husband the anchor dragging her down. And Anne does not um, disagree. Boob. She knows. She knows the whole time. That's the other thing. Okay. I but I coming from what you said something you said earlier about this being her sexual awakening as an, uh, a woman of a certain age I think I'm rethinking this one as well because I wrote it down that the sex scene felt weird it just that felt was a weird like, sex scene I'm not gonna lie to you that was it a weird felt scene. weird it felt like out of nowhere it felt but if this is her you know 18 year old 17 year old 16 year old first time then it makes complete sense because it's always fucking awkward and weird comes this, out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I like, imagine Why am I, doing this? <laughs> I imagine this couple's always done bland missionary and never thought about painting with all the rainbow colors. And so when he I grabbed think her was, tit. I was like, <laughs> this this might be the first time he's seen it in light. Like, let's be honest, I, they are bland. And so this might be the first time she's ever gotten on top. And so like, of course it's awkward. And again, I <laughs> I I want more for her, which is why I hope she eats him. Um, also, just fuck man. That's where I'm at in life. But I, <laughs> I mean, literally and physically, like <laughs> literally. Um, this marriage was just doomed from the beginning. Like we we meet them up top, and he's preaching about how you have to love your wife like you love yourself. I'm like, oh no, I've heard this jingle before, and so <laughs> I see her and her silent pleas for help <laughs> in the pills. <laughs> And I, that's why I cackle when at the end the police are like, it's a domestic dispute. And I'm like, yeah, it is, bitch. Get the fuck out. Go. Well, because it mirrors so many domestic disputes. It mirrors so much trauma that the patriarchy and Christianity and religion in general, but I'm focusing on Christianity because that's what I live in, uh, puts on people that don't fit into the world of what they've built up. One of my favorite things about this movie is once towards the end when he kind of turns and he's like let me help you do this and the way that he makes him the the way he manipulates religion to make that okay with him morally is proof that religion can be molded to do whatever the fuck you want it to do which a lot of christians are like no we have the absolute truth this is the truth just read the bible It'll, it makes all it makes what i'm saying telling you make sense and i'm like to you it does sure maybe but like really though anytime men find something they ruin it that's what history books are showing us america was founded quotation marks by columbus ruined it um <laughs> Um, the Bible, those stories written by men who hate women, ruined. Um, I again tell us all this time with Judy and the you, Beast. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but it is really interesting to know that there is a book that was written by Mary Magdalene and from the Bible. Uh, those of you that don't know, uh, <laughs> of course, the, you know the church <laughs> would let it into the Bible. So I don't even know if anyone has. I, I have heard little bits and pieces that people have that who have read it, and it's supposedly like super women centered, super healing, super positive. You know, it's not this dogma of repent or you will get into the flaming fires of hell. It's like too good for each other. 
about that? There's so many, there's so many stories of women who tried and ref- were refused by the patriarchy, Lilith. Um, I literally really, the beginning of the religion. <laughs> listen, um, if you really just want to be mad at the patriarchy and be like, it goes back to biblical days, yes. Um, get onto the Googles, um, get onto the Wikipedias, get onto the books. Libraries are open. Um, especially for those of y'all who were like, I don't, I don't know if I should see movies right now. You should, but also <laughs> go to the library. It's fucking free. The books are free. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I, one of my notes, cause we're in this section already. So I'm just going to go ahead and say this note. Jacob really refused to acknowledge this badass bitch isn't going back in the box. Um, she took a DNA test and found out that she's 100% that bitch and it's awkward for him. And he won't acknowledge. He won't. Well, as most men do. I mean, like, Again. who are the people, speaking from a queer experience, who are the people propagating this, it's a phase, or, oh, they'll come back, or, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. It's typically men. Not saying white women don't do it as well. But, like, it's typically men. And so, yeah, track. Men, men love to be like, you're not a badass bitch. Jonah Hill Kiki Palmer's ex-boyfriend. Oh, so many Poor men Kiki. just this month. So many men just this month were just like, this bitch ain't got to have no ego. And it, it, again, it's whenever a woman is confident that men want to shoot her down. Because um, how many men are like, oh, you're cute. And if she's like, oh, thank you. I don't know. They can play that game. But she's like, oh, thank you. I know. They're like, you selfish bitch. Like, mm-hmm. how many times have any of us who are women <laughs> been on the internet and the second we're just like, I'm not interested. You fat ass bitch. You ugly yep. bitch. And it's like, you were pushing up on me and my DMs. I did my not favorite thing about social media. Well, one of my favorite things about social media is now women can put those people on blast and like share the, the screenshots and, and be I like, do. here it is. Here it is. And I love that. I also want to mention, this is also why we infantilize women. I was literally talking about this today, about the infantilization of Britney Spears when she first started. And we made her say, like, oh, baby, baby. Even though she had a normal fucking voice. Did the same thing to Jessica Simpson. Did the same mm-hmm. thing to, you know, and that's why... I love the big singers. People are like, fuck that, like Christina and Whitney and Mariah. And they're like, no, I'm going to sing with my full voice, motherfucker. I'm going, And even they got a fucking raw-ass deal because the patriarchy. Because Whitney would still be here had people got off because fucking Whitney. uh, (laughs) And people would let Whitney be queer like she was. Right? Because Robin is out there with a whole ass book. Y'all could read this. Again, go to the library, I need to read her book. I know. That was my one complaint about I want to dance with somebody. I was like, where... Robin is barely in this bitch. I mean, she's there, and I appreciate it, but, like, yeah. bitch, she's there the whole time, okay? I, I haven't seen that yet, but I... We have this thing working. We need a man centered in every woman's story. Like, one of the notes I would always get in that fucking grad school I should have dropped the fuck out of is she needs a man to be attached to because she's untethered right now. No man will fix any of my scripts. And I'm not saying my scripts are flawless. I'm just saying that adding a man for her to have a, a love relationship with is not going to fix anything. Also, is that the only thing that tethers women as men? Like, apparently, unpack that for a second. <laughs> apparently. If I had a man, my life would be so much more stable, apparently. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, bullshit. Uh, if you had a man, well, I mean... Men are more problems right now, but men are more problems. Like no man in this apartment that I am squatting in right now would fix anything. <laughs> It'd be another person to have to take care of and another person to work around and slow me down. Um, much like Barb's Jacob. 
I'm sorry, Anne's Jacob. I'm so used to calling Barb Barb. I'm forgetting character names. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I completely agree. The one I had one question about watching this. Okay, just with the lore of the vampirism of this film, light. So the light, movie. maybe you can explain it to me because I missed, I missed a missed a line or something. Yes. The light of the UV thing on her, her, her teeth thing, which, okay, I like the comment on like beauty standards and all that, but like yes. the light on the beauty thing or the teeth thing burned her, but the sun didn't because she's out in the sun. Because I saw your note, I rewatched the movie today. Um, so I've seen it twice in those last 24 hours. I... <laughs> I, I love that I, my note inspired you to rewatch this whole movie. <laughs> because I, what I'm thinking, and again, we, I did not reach out to Travis because like things were um, complicated this weekend because SAG just went on strike last week. So people were panicked. Mm. And I was not going to be like, while you hey, and this, Sarah this, are this, this minuscule question about your movie you made two right? years ago. <laughs> Me and my podcast have thoughts. And so I'm just going to ask you why things are a dumpster fire, good sir. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> this is more important. Why did Barb not, why did Ann not burn? Listen, tell me. Um, but what I'm telling myself, and when things are less of a dumpster fire, I will ask Travis. Um, um, what I'm telling myself is that because all of Barb's fits and those were outfits that she got bit, y'all. Like she becomes a sexy badass bitch. Um, but she was covered and it was overcast. And I know that like me, who is not a vampire, but has vampire like situations where I don't like the sunlight, it pisses me off. I can go outside when it is overcast and get into the car and not be cranky. But when there's a sun outside, I am upset. I am fighting okay. people. Yeah, it and, was overcast. That's true. It, so not direct. Yeah, because we're carrying that body into the house, which they should have been smarter about. But also, I love that scene. While I'm here, <laughs> seeing the little black girl pop up and be like, that's a woman's body. And I know that woman and she's in the rug. Tell me a bad word or else. And Barb playing that little black girl to fuck off. I got like five years of my life every time I saw and it. The, but like, I love the reaction. Years. I already know that one. You, literally, <laughs> she's giving me... <laughs> She's giving me Erica from Stranger Things, and I live because Erica doesn't get enough to do. Um, so and then I also Barb- love the moment as they're driving off when Anne's like gives her a nod, and the girl's like, "Yep, we chill. We, 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 we right. We, I got you. I got you. You're good. I'm not gonna say nothing." Now the neighbor next door called the cops, but like Snitch. that little black girl was gonna say nothing. No snitches get stitches, and I hope that Barb goes. I hope that Anne goes over there again. I'm used to calling Barbara Crampton Barb in my world. Um, so I keep forgetting she's a character in it. Um, but Anne, I hope Anne fixes her after fixing her husband because I, in my perfect world, which is not the truth, I know it's not the truth. I don't need anybody to weigh in. But in my perfect world, she bites her husband in that couch when he's about to stake her, and she goes out and lives her best sexy life. And that's a sequel we're not going to get because she becomes we don't need the a new master. Listen, listen, she becomes the master. Yeah, yeah. Because again, the master is about feminism. And I, again, when we think of the word master, it's usually a white dude. And it's because of old racist leanings. And because we're all like master class. And you go to your grad school and it's a bunch of white dudes who are like oppressing all the people. <laughs> and every time you hear the word master, it's Tom Cruise. And so you're like, I hate that word. Um, but that's people trying to like get really, away from it. He's the master. Listen, people are sad out here, y'all. You are um, erasing <laughs> Viola Davis, Meryl Streep, uh, 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 everybody, 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 all the all the women and femmes and queer people. 
who are much listen, better than Tom Cruise. Li- Even some straight very, men that are better than Tom Cruise. Listen, it's a very gendered and usually specific race word, um, which is why I just assumed I was going to get more of that. And I was like, oh, man, I wish the master be a woman one day. And so when I saw this bitch roll out and be like, I'm liberating the hoes, I was like, yes. Thank you. I'm signed on. I'm glad I bought this. I will be rewatching again soon. And here we are, less than two years later. <laughs> yes, agreed. This is what I would recommend to people for sure. It's a good, t- especially because like I, I love Shutter, but not all the originals do a thing for me. Um, right. And I think this was a, was it an exclusive or an original? Because again, I bought I think, it on Google before it hit Shutter. Let me go I make sure I'm not lying. It's exclusive, but I could be wrong. It might be. It has to be an exclusive because I think it did. I think it got purchased by Shutter again. If the world had not been on fire last week, um, <laughs> including my own world personally, like it was insular, it was macro and micro. Um, all the yeah. fires, little fires everywhere, but no Joshua Jackson. Um, and so like I did not have time to be like, let me make sure I got this shit right. I was like, I'm trying to survive, and we're gonna do a podcast about it Monday. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, I did not, I think it's an exclusive though. I think you're right because I think that it was doing the circuits and stuff. And then I definitely bought it on Google Play before Shutter got it months later. Months right. later. Right. Yeah. Um, but while we're talking about the movie and not any of my tangents, the rat death is upsetting because I don't do mice. I, yes. Number one. Yes, absolutely. Number two, the use of rats is an interesting thematic symbol because so much of like the underbelly of society is called a rat. And Mm -hmm. so the fact that like she turned into a rat at the, like the master turned into a rat after he stabbed her, the rat bit her. Like that's a very interesting use of that animal. Yeah, I was wondering before I finished the movie the first time, I was wondering if the rats are men who might have been bitten because the master's only liberating the bitches. Like I've said it before. She's like, hoes in, dudes out. Hoes before bros. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, this is what happens if you bite the men? Because like I can see some more rats if that's what happens. Perhaps. I, I took from it that women are seen, or especially liberated women, are seen as the rats, as the ones that are like doing devious things, even though they're not. I, that's the way I took it, but I'd be curious to know which what his thoughts were. Listen, like again, one day we're just gonna go ahead and be like, can we interview you real quick about all of your movies? Oh, because <laughs> I have questions for all of them, even the ones I like and I love. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't think I understand. Um, but again, I think that that is part of what makes movies exciting especially from independent filmmakers because like and as far as I know these three movies from Travis are all indie films and like I know sometimes things are indie but not indie but I don't get that vibe um (laughs) um, again I'm just like one drunk bitch on the internet but I think that these movies get to do what they do is because they have less interference yeah and oftentimes I will have questions but it's not, it's never like, as long as the question doesn't take away from my overall understanding of the point of the film, it doesn't bother me. This one, my questions are are, are superfluatory. Is that the right yeah. word? If I finish yeah. a movie and my question is, why do you hate women? That's a different conversation than, what do the rats mean? Like- or like, 
What the like men? Like what the fuck? Oh. What was the point of this movie? Like why is this movie? Why here? I had almost forgotten we saw that shit. I. <laughs> ah, I... But yeah, like, that's a point where I had a question that like literally took me out of the whole movie. Like I didn't yeah. understand it. This I understood. There yeah. were points of it. I was like, why? Well, why'd you make that choice? Why'd you make this choice? But that's think... any kind of art. I hope I want people to come see my shows and be like, well, why did you do this and not that? I'd be like, well, this is why. Not be like. Why was the I don't know some like yes huge plot point? I I love that we are having conversations about rats as opposed to where does this fall in these grand arcing themes that we think are here because like the the themes that are theming are theming, yeah. um and so we get to be like what do the rats mean as opposed to I don't think he likes women is his mother does anybody has eyes on his mother which is what I get from a lot of movies we've covered. <laughs> Is his wife okay? <laughs> right. I, I I like this because we get to be like, what is what do the rats mean? Like her and we're talking about how her she's expressing her sexuality after she's bitten. Because again, it is the ginger snaps glow up um that is normally reserved for younger women, but it's coming at this woman who's later in life because people again act like when you're 25, you're going to the glue factory, ladies. And that's not the case. We get so many awakenings in life, like. I I literally somebody's turned 25 so many times as I am. I I had like my little childhood where I was like, I think I'm running around in shorts. Then puberty found my ass. Um, and that was an awakening. And then I was legal, and so people felt even more bold and talked to me about my boots. Um, and I'm like, I don't know you strangers. Please get off me. Um, and I'm sure I'll have another one if I make it past 50, which I mean, I've seen the way I eat and drink. We don't know. But <laughs> If I make it, I'm sure menopause will be like, surprise, bitch. <laughs> and so I, I think that part of the reason I love this movie, and I keep saying that, is that it gets to celebrate a stage in life we don't get to see women at. Um, and we don't get to see them have fun at. And we don't get to see them be engaged at and ask for the things that they might have missed out on while they were following the assembly of good girl, Christian girl, I'm your wife. I'm falling in line because she even tells the man she was going to have an affair with in theory um, that like this came about because her mother had died and the man who she was going to hook up with Tom um, left. Well, and so he was there and she's maybe, happy, but he was there. Right. And maybe I missed something or read something into it that I wasn't supposed to, but I thought the dude she was having an or about to have an affair with was the dude that should have, could have, would have, Mm -hmm. Back in the day, but he left or something happened, and the one that got away kind of situation, and then this dude Jacob was there. So I, I yeah, I loved, I yes. loved that bit. That but, was that. Yes, that was okay. exactly that. Because he's like, I can't believe you married Jacob. But she's like, Well, my mom died and you left, and I just, and we see it all the time. So many of my friends, I'm telling them to leave their persons, <laughs> are just settling. And I'm like, You know, you're a badass bitch. You're the Beyonce. Why are you settling? And they're like, Because society. That and I'm like, so I don't many. subscribe. Both in my personal circles and then also in celebrity circles. You, you've you been in the room sometimes and I'm just like, do better, bitch. And I had to leave. Like, <laughs> I I just don't understand acting like you're not a 10 in your relationship when you were definitely... Um, <laughs> the reason the seesaw is seesawing. I, I don't understand that. And I will always ask my friends, even if they don't want to hear it, why are you here, bitch? Do you need a couch? Do you need a Venmo? What is going on? Bleak twice. <laughs> Listen, what is he doing for you? Is it dirty? Because if it's so, you can like buy that. You know that, right? It, 
Ann is so obviously not into this from the beginning. And I loved how blatant it was, how he spoke over her every single time she opened her mouth. I thought that was like, yes, that is, this is reality for so many women. For all women, but you know, both some women don't put themselves in that. Will be like, shut the fuck up. I'm talking, but yeah. yes, <laughs> no, again, yes, all men, yes, all men. If you let them get away with it, they do it. And so she's had a lifetime of letting him do this, and he doesn't know what to do. But she's like, I'm an equal. Where should be partners? I have a stake. Let's go. He's like, No, I'm the man. I'm important. You need to be behind me and beneath me and supporting me. It's like, I'm the star. I'm the star. The bra from Pearl. Um, I, and he's like, he no. Barbara Crampton, sit down. Listen, listen. He's like, no, I'm in porch. He's like, I'm Barb, bitch. Get the fuck behind me. Sit down, Larry Fessenden. Fessenden. I, I'm not going to lie. I see Larry in a lot of shit. Larry is out here in the genre. He's in video games I'm playing. Ass, I didn't need to see his ass. I don't need to I see most people's asses. But I like, could have lived a life without seeing that ass. There's you know some asses what? I want to see, though. There's some asses I want to see. That's a different story. Um, I because <laughs> this is getting long and I'm still drunk. I'm gonna go ahead and like hit up the names that I've been meaning to hit up. Um, so but the first time I watched this years ago, I did not know Sarah Lynn's name. I knew she looked familiar, but like now that I've seen a woman fine and I know what that bitch can do, I'm just like, how dare you be Carol Fetter in this movie? I saw you and I didn't know it was you. I feel betrayed. I feel lied to. Um, <laughs> also, we have a friend on Twitter, Jesse, and I, I did not ask Jesse's last name, but it's S I E T Z. I'm gonna say Seats or Sites, who I did the special effects makeup. Not to be wrong. You know, I'm from Missouri, and, and I I'm from Missouri. Arkansas. You know, so. this is not the educational podcast, y'all. Um, <laughs> uh, we are two drinkers, not thinkers, but like <laughs> Jesse was definitely on board. <laughs> <laughs> That's with, next merch. Next merch, merch. we are two drinkers, merch. not thinkers. Yeah, no, don't come here for scholarly work, y'all. Um, <laughs> scholars are out. Uh, let's talk to then we'll then we'll be scholars. But I had a bottle of wine. I, I, I'm just going to tell y'all right here, right now. I had a hard week last week. If you follow me on social media, you had seen it. And also today, I found out I'm a Rotten Tomatoes proof critic individually, not under uh outlet anymore. So I got feels about that because Rotten Tomatoes is sketchy. But also, yeah, I can true. do things for anybody's outlet now. I can be like, ha, I'm a star. Um, and so <laughs> I had a bottle. Um, and we are here. And here I are. think some of my thoughts made it out of my mouth. And that's all I can ask for. I think you did a, fa- a fabulous, fierce job. But I've been drunker, if nothing else. Like <laughs> well, We've both been drunker, girl. You <laughs> fell out of my car. <laughs> I, I, did. I did. And that's what college was for. Um, <laughs> Uh, but you know, Jesse did the special effects makeup, and I did not know because when I started following Jesse on my personal and the Fiercey page, it was for something else cool that Jesse was doing. And so I I was reminded because when I said that we were watching this, because I have a thread. If so secret sauce, y'all. If you follow Fear Street on Twitter, I have a thread for everything we've watched to record this year. If it's on the main feed or if it's on Patreon, that's up to you to figure out. <laughs> but like there is a master thread and I can use master now because we have women masters. Yay. Thank you, Travis. Um, and so you can see everything we've watched for reasons. And if you want the episode that you've not seen on the main feed, it's probably on the Patreon. And we have tears. I'll let you into some of that shit. Just saying. Boom, boom. boom. Um, 
but like Jesse's out here doing the work, like movies, documentaries. And so I was like, ooh, because I saw this before I got to know who Jesse was online. And so I'm like, I, I, I've seen your work and now I'm like a little bitty fan and I didn't know it was you. And it happens a lot on Twitter because you'll just be on Twitter bullshitting with people and you're like, I'm sorry, you are who? You are You've been who for how long? You did what? Me and Nate Beaver, because I saw Nate Beaver in that um, thing that sparked the idea for this, but I did not know Nate Beaver had a fucking podcast beforehand because I was in the conversation like, yeah, yeah, I agree, I'm a follow on it. And then I was like, what you mean you you attacking a queer wheel? That's the new podcast I just found late in life that is fucking fantastic. And you were a host and you're complimenting a bloody massacre? What? Why is, why is Twitter this way? Um, so... <laughs> Twitter twittering. Listen, when it works, it works. When it don't, it's that. Um, oh. But I needed to get those two names out of nobody else. But because we have a little bit of time, for the fans who saw Girl on Third Floor with me, that is, in fact, CM Punk in this movie. Because I thought it was him. But I was like, no, I'm just, I'm imagining things because that is him. That is him. Yes. And if you saw Girl on Third Floor, you know why. That is a gag. <laughs> All right, y'all. Should we get spicy, Sheree? I'm always spicy. <laughs> We've been spicy this whole episode pretty much, but let's uh, tell me what is your hot take that you've already talked about? <laughs> oh, I always ruin my hot takes, um, especially when Same. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Um, I, I, let me just go ahead and elaborate because I have a whole paragraph because I'm that bitch. I love seeing women past 25 doing the things instead of being forced into grandmother roles. How often have we seen Zendaya play somebody's grandpa when he's 40? <laughs> Uh, Hollywood can catch some hands every other day. Um, and I'm I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm happy they need to reset, but I am curious to see what's going to come after the strike when people are being paid equally and the execs are doing less harm to people's work. <laughs> I'm excited to see if people get to play age-appropriate roles. And I'm excited to see if more people of color get their foot in the door. And if all these things that have been gatekeeping will be less gatekept. But back to this note, um, as usual, I wonder what this would be like with more intersectionality um, and leading roles. And that's no shade to the cast, because again, I love what everybody's doing. But I do think that there are always ways and avenues of getting more people of color and people with disabilities into the things, uh, more queer people into the things like why couldn't why couldn't Tom had been a beautiful brown woman who Barb almost ran away with before she was like, I'm gonna settle into this Christian shit. Cause I feel like her and the master could have been a thing had the master lived and the husband uninterrupted. I'm just saying. But that's just me and what I would like to see as a fan. Absolutely agree. I um yeah, yeah, with you hundred percent. So my hot take is I don't know that there's ever been a film that we've covered that I warmed to so quickly while watching it. Like the first 30 minutes, honestly, I was like ready to go in on this film and be like, I was bored to tears. Like I did not like it. Why am I watching this movie? Ugh. And then the last, the two, the middle third and the last third, I was like on board. Let's do this. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So it's so odd to have that experience as a film watcher because, like, I really did not like that first third. I was about to go in and be like, Sheree, why did you have me watch this? <laughs> but but that sec that second third and the for sure the final third I sold me one hundred percent. It's such a Doc J role, and also 
I just, we don't get women vampires over 25. We barely get them over 23. Um, and so I just, I, I was already living for that. And then like, again, because I'm from Missouri, I started attaching to certain parts of her. Like, I'm not this bitch. Let's, let's be honest. I'm not this bitch who's going to get married because it's convenient. Um, no, I'm, that's not you. Listen, if it's, it's one not, thing I know. It's not Doc J either, but she could play it. Yeah, no. She's an actor. Um, <laughs> but I, if there's one thing I'll be able to say on my deathbed, if I get an actual deathbed, because again, a bitch likes to eat and drink. Um, if I get an actual deathbed, if there's one thing I could say, it'll be like, I tried. <laughs> um, I broke that fucking circle. I did not just be like, well, this man said he would marry me, so let's just go ahead and settle up right now, which is what a lot of my family did. And I think that when children see that, it does something to their brains. So they're just like, I can't, I won't, I can never. Um, and so I'm, I was chasing something, not a man. And I love that for me. Because um, <laughs> uh, a lot of people are struggling while chasing men. And they have unnamed men coming for them on social media, like Kiki Palmer's former man. Um, <laughs> and that can never be me. Right. I just want to end with a, a, a message <laughs> to Travis Stevens. If you are down, I would love a stage adaptation. And Julie Ray Mullenkamp can either play Anne or direct. I think either she oh. would be fierce at. Let's make this happen. Both. I'm just saying. I can start the Kickstarter tomorrow. Not tonight, because I'll be drunk. But tomorrow, Not I can get on that. I, actually, because it's theater, maybe tomorrow. If we could. Because I was like, right. if I said, you got to wait. But actually, mm, I, I, need to see, I need to see what Unions Travis is in. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about all that. Yeah. I support the, the, the strike. I just, I'm drunk and, and forgot what writers. time was. And the what? other two writers, because we keep forgetting them because, like, we Mark are... and Kathy as well, yes. Yeah, because we talk to Travis more, and that's not anybody else's fault. Well, we and just... I just assume if we talk to, if we could get Travis on board, he could probably get Mark and Kathy. We don't I, know I, I could be wrong. I Maybe they know. hate theater. That might be their right. They're like, theater burned me. And like, you know what? Same. I mean, Same. <laughs> let's, let's, yes, agreed. Let's, yes. Let yes. us see but... what unions everybody's in. And then break bread. <laughs> Maybe in a month. We'll talk in a month. Maybe hopefully it'll be done by then. What's September looking like for everybody? What? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm down. I want to, uh, I will play the the last tree to the left. And, I've played a or, tree before. And I'll do I'll, it again. I'll be the neighbor that gets his head ripped off. Like, I just want it to happen. I... I would love to be murdered in a vampire movie. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to be on screen, but if I could just be like, ah, no, <laughs> and fall out. <laughs> I would be my best by Barbara Crampton would be okay. I would take that. I would also be like, now that you've bitten me, what's your skincare routine? Because <laughs> my skin is not doing help. that. Send help. But SOS. I, I, why we just, we've seen Barbara Crampton play so many moms and she looks younger than the kids. And I'm just like, this is not right. You're next. I forgot like, she was in your next. I forgot. She's so incredible no, in that movie. She they kept calling her mom. Right. And I was like, is that a nickname? Is that, what? what is that? Is that like a, a regional thing you're Sugar doing? Sugar mama. What is right? going on? Is she paying you for, is she paying for something? Is y'all hooking up? Stepmom. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm going to lay down because I'm your mother. I'm like, you're whose mother? I d girl. <laughs> girl. And I, I don't know what to do about it because it's not going to problem. I've seen her in so many movies because um, she won't stop acting. And <laughs> I mean, good her, for her. Get your money, honey. Get your her money, resume, honey. her horror resume. Let's that. If y'all do not know who Barbara Crampton is, Google her. You should because she's been in something you've seen. 
I'm ever listening to us. You've seen her in something. <laughs> you've seen it. Yeah, you've seen her in something and you probably loved it. Uh, um, and so she's just out here being like, I'm 19 forever. Giggles. And I'm just like, what? Right. All right, y'all. Well, that is our thoughts on Jacob's wife. Next week, thank you all. One, thank you all for listening. And if you're watching on our Patreon, thank you for subscribing and being fierce with the re- with Sheree and I. Um, next week, we'll be covering, and if I was on here early, like I should have been, I would have asked how to pronounce this, but I'm hoping I'm saying it right. Husera the Bone Woman. Did I say that right? I believe that's how you say it, but also I've not confirmed with Jazz yet, um, who is okay. our Spanish teacher friend from Girl That's Scary. We'll know next gonna, week. I may have to roll my R's. I don't know, but I'm going to say Husera. It's, it's not two R's, so I don't think it's rolled. I think but it's I, anyway, Husera the Bone Woman. If we're wrong, Jazz, send me a DM and I'll fix it. Listen, I'm going to be like Jazz. You know we bumpkins. Like, <laughs> <laughs> save us. Um, but yeah, that's what we're doing next week. Um, I believe that's our last live. Is that it Matt? Is. It's our last summer episode. Uh, oh, oh no! Oh no, y'all! We're going to edit again. But I'm ready for started. summer to be over. It's too hot. I'm so over. I hate summer. I don't. I don't like summer. Um, I'm ready for fall. Get much fall. Like the best Jacob. thing about the summer <laughs> is Barbie is coming out. So that's all I can say. I'm not a Barbieheimer girl. People are living their best lives. And it's like, Barbenheimer? I am not the Heimer half of it, but I'm ready for Barbie. <laughs> you I know my game. I'm the Heimer half, but I'm not. That, it feels too long. And I just, I'm not going to do it. I'll watch I, it when I'm at home and I can pause. <laughs> I am here for a horror movie specifically right now. That's my era. I Barbie was never for me. This movie's not going to be for me. I'm happy. So many people I love are getting bags. I also found out I've never seen a Margot Robbie movie before. I thought I had. Actually, no, I saw the one. Oh, fuck. I forgot it. The woman, Nicole Kidman. Hold, 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 hold. Nicole. People are like, she said she's going to let us go. And she ain't. And I'm like, aha, bitches. <laughs> um, Nicole Kidman was also in that bitch. Let's see what it was. It was Google's lying to me and giving me pictures. I don't want pictures. I want this movie that I just bombshell. I saw bombshell. Uh, I didn't watch that one, but was it? You know. It's the only one I've seen her in. I, but I thought I've seen her so much because she's everywhere always. Yeah. Um, I've not. I've seen three people who look like her, and it's yeah. a whole. I love Greta Gerwig, so I'm a, yeah. I'm here for for Greta. I've heard good things about Greta, but I've not seen any of her movies. I don't think I'm the audience, and that's yeah. Not they're not sure. They're not. She's great. I love Greta Gerwig, but I. They're not ones I'm like. I'm watching. I gotta tell Sheree about this movie. Yeah, I. I am here for the intersectional feminism. I am here <laughs> for the horror. And if it's not gonna be one of those things, I'm probably not gonna watch it. Um, and that's yeah. after a lifetime of trying things. And maybe this. Yeah, I'll age out of this phase if I make it past fifty. And maybe I'm gonna watch Barbie and be like Sheree. You have to see this movie. But maybe who knows? I would love to see you do that with a straight face. I would love to see you be like <laughs> Barbie's for you, bitch. And I'd be like Trent. <laughs> anyway all right so we've gone down so many rabbit holes anyway thank you all so much for listening and supporting our drunk asses here on fierce street as always make sure that you stay fierce out there bye